Welcome to the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, where it's all about slashing your debt, slashing your taxes, and creating a liberated lifestyle. And now, your host, who met his wife while training for the 400 meters in Seattle and is eating gluten-free whilst lusting after bread, Dave Denniston. Hello, hello again. Welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping doctors like you slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Uh, Well, as I mentioned, I am digging back in my audio archives from some of the videos I made in uh, back like 10, 11 years ago, in many cases. And in the last um, video, that we stripped the audio out of. It was about how to select a financial advisor. I think um, in today's world, there are so many amazing options. Um, I wanna just add a little bit to, to kind of what, what happened in the last episode. I think um, certainly always use a broker check is a great way to go about it. So make sure that you're doing that when you're looking at someone. Uh, I wouldn't rely heavily on, on um, what someone says. You know, I think it's always important to ask for referrals. One of the things that's changed in the last 10 years is now advisors can start to use testimonials, which opens up a whole nother can of worms, which you're probably gonna see more and more of in 2022 and on a go forward basis. Um, as always, you don't know until you, you jump in and see what it's like just like with owning a business. And having a financial advisor isn't for everybody. You know, it's it's only certain people that really um, would work well for. And you wanna look for no conflicts of interest, ideally someone that's completely independent. But honestly, there's good people everywhere. There's good people with Merrill Lynch, there's good people with Edward Jones, there's good people with uh, AIG financial advisors or, or wherever, but you have to find them. And so I hope um, this continues to give you some guidance and and help. Um, This podcast that uh, we are airing today, outside of this introduction, is what to expect in a first meeting with a financial advisor. And this talks about some of my approach and and what to expect and what it's like. And I'll tell you, the tools over the last 10 years have gotten better and better and better with all the online stuff that is available now in all the programs and and tools I have at my disposal, and I'm sure many other folks have at their disposal today. Um, So some of the process has changed, some of it's the same. And um, what I want for you more than anything else is that you have someone who's a consultant and not a salesperson, someone with the heart of an educator and not someone trying to be a snake oil salesman. So I hope this is helpful, um, this episode. So go ahead, enjoy, and let me know what you think. I'm Dave Denniston with the Capital Advisory Group. Welcome to Financial Planning 101 Part 2, What to Expect When Meeting with a Financial Advisor. Today we'll talk about four basic steps to prepare you for when you meet with a financial advisor for the first time. So let's get right into it. Let's say you've just set an appointment with a financial advisor. They'll be asking for all kinds of financial information. Investment statements, 401ks, 
insurance policies. Basically, anything with a dollar sign in front of it. And this can seem really overwhelming. How the heck are you going to have the time to gather together all of these financial statements? And besides that, maybe you're feeling a little nervous. You don't know this person from Adam. You don't know whether or not you can trust them for sure. You're feeling unsure about bringing all that information with you. You're concerned that they might steal it and use it. Of course, we all go through emotions like this. Maybe you feel a little something like this. And you know, I feel this way when I visit a doctor or a dentist. I wonder, gosh, what are they going to charge me for now? They want me to take a test, like an x-ray. They're going to want to clean my teeth, and it's going to cost me money. And as a matter of fact, I know some people that don't even see the dentist at all, because they know they're going to need a crown, they're going to need a filling, they're going to need some x-rays, and they just push it off and push it off. <clears throat> I think it's much better eating an elephant one bite at a time. Get started. However, of course, at the same time, I want to make sure I keep my teeth in my mouth. I want to keep them going so I don't have to get indentures. And naturally, the dentist does need a certain amount of information. They're going to need to know my dental history. They will every so often need to take x-rays. And of course, they'll help me keep my teeth clean. So for financial advisor, your investment statements, your tax information are just like medical history to a doctor. It tells us where you're at and where we might be able to help. Without knowing exactly where you're at, the doctor can give you a misdiagnosis. They may have a general idea and give you some decent advice, but could be missing out on the best possible advice without providing all the information. For the best possible results in an initial meeting with a financial advisor, here are the impactful things that will help them determine where to help you out. Check out this list. Now let's say you're running out of time. You can't find all this stuff. Get at least the first couple of things in the upper left-hand corner we listed on the previous slide. And above all else, make sure with the investment statements that they have things listed like cost basis, the name of the position, the ticker symbols, so the advisor can give you the best possible advice on the investments. All right, so now you're sitting down with a financial advisor. You're getting to know each other exchanging pleasantries, you think it's going pretty well. Within a few minutes, the advisor should transition into fact-finding. This means they'll be asking you all kinds of questions and taking lots of notes. I utilize a few different tools depending upon who I'm working with. The one that I use most frequently is a financial roadmap. The first objective that I believe financial advisors should have when they get to meet clients is figure out what's important to them. What are their underlying values? What motivates them? What's behind their thoughts on money? Overall, I believe positive energy, asking good thought-provoking questions is a much better way to get to know someone rather than using fear-based salesy techniques. So I find that asking questions about the bigger picture puts everything into perspective and it helps to drive the process and make sure that we know how we can help a client.
And now, a commercial break. Well, my friends, you have probably heard I am now a completely independent financial advisor. And, and as the time that uh, I, I am recording this, the stock market is down. Now, there's a lot of question in terms of where is the market going? Where should I be investing my money? There's no better time than now to get a review of your portfolio and make sure that you are set up properly. As a matter of fact, tax season is around the corner too. Maybe you're looking for some tax, tax strategies and hints and you want someone to talk it over with besides your CPA. Feel free to give my assistant Kyla a call at 612-284-2409 to set up a free 30-minute strategy session with me. Again, call 612-284-209 to set up a free 30-minute strategy session with me. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. And now back to the show. And most importantly, it lets them know that we care about them as a person. It's not just about the money. And it all starts with this question. What's important about money to you? And we get all kinds of answers. Then building up the staircase, we'll continue to ask questions. For example, what's important about whatever the previous answer was to you? So we'll continue to reflect and project till we get near the top of the staircase. The end result is we'll have a mutual understanding about what's important to you and what you hope to get out of the financial planning process. It's a fun process. I always enjoy doing it. And other financial advisors should use similar tools, some sort of fact find, to get to know their clients. The next step in the process is incredibly important. It's defining your goals and objectives. And I typically do this by asking a simple question. What's a tangible goal that you have that requires money and planning to achieve? Your tangible goals could include saving for the kids for college, paying down your mortgage, becoming consumer debt free. The most important thing is the advisor needs to figure out how much money is it going to cost and by when do you want to do it? I find establishing a very specific target date is the best way to get there. And it may take some time to talk out your goal. Don't be rushed. Let it come to you. Think it out. Talk it out. And you'll have three to four tangible goals at the end of the day. Lastly, the advisor will have some sort of financial fact finder that they will then use the data that you've prepared to fill it in. So they'll be able to tell you what your cash reserves are, what you've accumulated in debt over the years, how much insurance you have, and finally, what assets you've accumulated to fund your goals. Rather than trying to sell you something on the spot, a good financial advisor should take the time to want to think, recollect, ponder where you want to go. A poor financial advisor will try and sell you some specific product on the spot trying to appeal to your emotional needs. So make sure to avoid those kind of people. Commonly, an advisor will typically ask, and I'll usually ask a client, would you like me to go ahead and create a plan for you? And some advisors charge for this, some don't. Overall, my recommendation is don't pay for the plan until you have it in hand. But overall, if you think there may be a good fit, make a commitment to getting the plan and implementing it once you have it 
assuming that it works for you. So lastly, make sure you bring with you, when you're meeting with this advisor, a calendar. So that way you know a couple of dates that might work for the follow-up meeting to present the results, the implementation meeting. Bringing a couple of dates and times will help to make the process as smooth as possible and make sure that both parties are committed to moving forward. So there you have it, what to expect in an initial meeting with a financial advisor. You'll have talked about what's important to you, your tangible goals, and lastly, where you're at right now. If you found this video to be helpful, feel free to give me a call or contact me if you have any questions. Also, feel free to contact me if you'd like to go over any of the exercises that we've described or if you'd like to have your own personal financial plan. For the Capital Advisor Group, this is Dave Denniston. Thank you for watching. Thank you, my friends, so much for listening to the last podcast. I am pleased to announce that I am now a completely independent financial advisor, where to the point now I can really integrate my financial planning practice with this podcast. If you might be looking for help, if you have found any of our information here interesting or relevant and you're looking for a second opinion, I am making myself available for 30-minute strategy sessions. And if you want to arrange a time to meet with me to discuss your situation and see if we might be a good fit for one another, I'd like you to call our office and speak with Kyla. Our phone number is 612-284-2409. Again, that's 612-284-2409. And I look forward to helping you with your financial situation. And now for some lovely legal disclosures required by our lawyer friends. Investment advice is only offered in jurisdictions where Centurion Financial Strategies, LLC, Centurion is appropriately registered or exempt from registration. Our Form ADV Part 2 brochure can be obtained free of charge at advisorinfo.sec.gov by searching for our firm name or its unique CRD number, which is 316-454. This podcast is not a solicitation to provide advisory services in any jurisdiction in which we are not appropriately registered or excluded from registration. The information, statements, and opinions contained in this podcast have been obtained from or are based on information obtained from sources which we believe to be reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of such information. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and should not be construed as personalized investment, tax, or legal advice. Opinions expressed by any guest are their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the firm's views. You should carefully consider your own financial circumstances and needs prior to making any investment in securities or purchasing any insurance products. As always, past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing in securities or really anything else involves the risk of loss. If by some chance in this particular podcast I mentioned insurance products, insurance products are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. They may be subject to restrictions, limitations, and early withdrawal fees, which vary by issue. You should always consider the charges, risks, expenses, and investment objective of any insurance products before entering a contract. And that, my friends, wraps it up. Wish you all the best. Feel free to contact us with any info at www.daviddeniston.com. Thank you so much and have a good one. Bye-bye.